It's the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Um, it's a little weird, though. I mean, it feels like we skip past this holiday more and more each year. I don't know. I must sound like an 80-year-old man thinking back on the old times when Thanksgiving was respected. And we need to skip ahead to Christmas. Uh, just cue the music before I ramble on and on. <laughs> Welcome to Pop Culture Quintessentials with Cubed. I am Ruben Curious. I'm one third of Cubed, and I will be joined by Jacob here in a couple of seconds. As a reminder, uh, we were just going to record two episodes originally, but we had so much content that we just decided to splice it into four separate episodes. And we're, we're calling this our marathon return. The marathon return to Pop Culture Quintessentials with Cubed. Hopefully, we don't go on a long hiatus like that again. In this episode, you'll hear Jacob and I give our Thoughts on two separate movies that we saw that came out back in October. Black Adam and then Halloween Ends. And that Halloween Ends conversation, I mean, we just, we rail against that movie. Um, And I think it's a lot of fun to listen to. It was a lot of fun to record. So here we go. So Jacob and I watched uh, the hierarchy of power change in the DC universe. Oh, God. (laughs) With, With Dwayne the Rock. the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson playing yeah. the immortal Black Adam. Adam, Black Adam, yay! <laughs> yeah, dude, that's crazy. They casted an Egyptian actor to play Black Adam. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord! Just if you couldn't tell, I'm being facetious because freaking the, the Rock is Polynesian, obviously. It's from Samoa. <laughs> Um, so oh, this movie's God. been out, I feel, long enough, so we're going to talk spoilers here, because I really feel nah. that my main gripes and my main loves for this movie, I can't really talk about much without spoiling. So yeah. if you, by yeah. chance, audience member, have not seen Black Adam, uh, I, Jacob and I recommend you watch it. Uh, it's a lot it's of fun. fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, not, it's not great, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, Jacob, do you want to? What do you want to start out with? Like, I'll let I'll let you lead this conversation. Um, so I don't even know what I want to talk. I think like there's there's a lot of like weird in the beginning. Like, why did I just start at like the Bible, Brett? In the beginning. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the like, ancient texts of Black Adam that were shown on screen. His you're epic. Right, you're right. His epic. His, his epic origin. Where he was I, basically, I think, where basically the Kandakians were basically yeah. the Hebrews in Egypt. Um, the, Kanda- and, the, the Kandakian, like all that stuff, like in the movie, is really. I love that. I love the the, oh, the, the world, the world building. Kandaki. Did you the like the world building? I I liked it. I liked it. The I world building say, was like, pretty good. It was pretty good. But like my main issue with the movie is literally the Rock. <laughs> it's literally his acting, bro. It's his acting. You know, if he was a better actor, like, yeah, like, I would enjoy this. Like, but he just—he just looks cool. That's it. But like, his, it his really feels like it. Re- it really feels like that. You remember that picture we talked about where The Rock was sitting with the marketing team and they were yeah. like planning the marketing—the yeah, yeah, yeah. marketing of this movie. What it feels like with this movie is like every single decision in this movie was talked about with like ten different people in a committee that yeah. had to agree with it and say yes. 
And then The Rock, if he disagreed, could veto it. But like, there were like, besides, <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, that, but besides that, it feels like the movie was made by committee in some ways, and it yeah. works. It works. It feels like a '90s uh, superhero movie, uh, yeah. like a Batman Forever, or uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm struggling to think of another good one that I actually like from the '90s. Like, <laughs> there, uh, superhero, superhero movie. Um, yeah, but those. I, I guess Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever is what I would compare it to. It's not a bad movie. It's entertaining as hell. Uh, but I, I actually think comparing it to Batman Forever is a disservice. Actually, because um, I, 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 I guess Val Kilmer did a good job in the few serious scenes, but I feel like there's more good acting in Black Adam than there is in a movie like Batman Forever. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, and I feel like the Pierce Brosnan is Dr. Fate. Uh, the actor who played... Yeah, we, we, didn't, we didn't get to that part, but one second. I, I don't want to skip over like some of like the, the visual, not the visual, but like the movie scene decisions. There's like... Yeah, they try to do a quicksilver shit. They did they try to do a well, quicksilver well, scene. Oh, with Black did, Adam. Did you see that? With Black Adam. With Black oh, yeah. Adam, when he, he gets out, he gets out of his like tomb or whatever. Like his like literally like millions of what was it, thousands of years in like in like just like in, in being dormant. He gets out of that shit. He like of the pyramid. I see a red door and <laughs> I want to paint it black. That, <laughs> Like what the hell is that? What the hell is that? It doesn't That's work. the roll. The Rolling Stones painted black. I wanted. I they wanted to used... smack my head on a wall when I saw that shit because I was like, "Bro, come on, over overusing a trope and shit." Like, why? No, no, do not do that in a freaking. Black I like. I. I'm not gonna lie. I like the slow mo scene. You like? I like. It was like cheesy. It. it was cheesy in a good way. With like most of the action sequences in this movie. Now, some of the jokes in this thing absolutely do not land. Like the Black Adam, say your catchphrase before you kill the yeah, villain. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, entire yeah. running gag, it fell called, flat. It fell flat for me, and the moment where he says it at the end before he kills the final boss, uh, did not land for me at all. Yeah, like it's yeah. supposed to be this hell yeah, pop fist in the air. You show him Black Adam. You show him the yeah. rock. Show him who's boss at conduct. <laughs> but no, nah, I didn't feel that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will say though that speaking of the little kid in the catchphrase, the little kid actor yeah. was not terrible. Uh, shockingly, no, that, 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 that kid actor is actually really good. I thought, I thought he did a great job. Let's see Seriously. if I can find his uh, name. Uh, and, keep going. uh, he's better, he was better at acting than The Rock. Like, he had oh more my god, than The Rock, bro. That's just <laughs> that's too mean, man. I can't go there, I cannot go there. <laughs> bro in the scene where like the rock is like going down the stairs and saying nothing and the kid's just talking to him like the kid is just carrying oh here we go like, the kid's uh bodhi bodhi sabangi is yeah. the name of the kid no, he, did, he did a good job he did I, a I, good I, job I, i'm like seriously like, yeah it works it works him and whoever played his mom in the movie too like, like the characters from conduct like I, I feel like those those characters honestly like if they weren't like if those two actors like weren't in the movie or like uh, like then have the characters those characters like um kind of supporting Black Adam like throughout the like his his I don't even know what to call it but like his his fight against like the uh what what, what are the people oh the Justice the, Society the Justice Society whatever. oh but are you I, talking I think... about are you talking about the the invaders of Conduct are you talking about that group I'm talking I'm talking about the Justice Society I think. 
more than because then they unite and they start fighting against. Yeah, they do fight against the invaders of yeah. conduct. Yeah, but what I, what I'm trying to say is like the inner game, inner game, like inner game, the inner game. Yeah, having the Kandakians there, like to uh, support, like like just like the Rock. I feel like it established like the the character of Black Adam much better mm. like, than with ha- not having those characters of support character like those supporting characters there. Um, I, th- I think it was effective that choice, that decision that they made to like have like Kandakins be like, like those those three or four Kandakins like uh, have a bigger role like in the movie. Like that was I think that was a good choice. Um, but I, I get the tropes they do for the Rock in this movie have been done better. I would say yeah. uh, in in, in Thor, the fish out of water superhero thing has been done twice. And I think better. Yep. The first Thor does it better. That movie's a mixed bag, but in that movie, I feel like Chris Hemsworth interacting with the residents of New Mexico works better than what The Rock was doing here. And then Gal Gadot in the first Wonder Woman uh, when she comes to the land of man. Um, yeah. And that, that that's stuff. Pro- here, he's just he's just playing it all straight. I, I, I don't, it, it almost feels like he's his wrestling persona in some moments. Yeah. Make, yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't, it took me out of it in the way where I didn't see him as black Adam, if that yeah. makes any sense. And I hate I saying that because that bashes the movie a ton, but it's still a whole lot of fun seeing the rock just wreck shit for two hours. It is. It is fun. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It's not Black Adam. I. I don't think like you could say it is Black Adam necessarily. He's not doing the character justice. hundred percent. The scripts. I, I feel like the scripts doing the character justice in some regards. Like the origin the story, story. The story. The, the story origin is story there. is there. The script is. The script is. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I. I think he's detracting from that. Though. I think he, he didn't, having him. Yeah, I don't. Know. He doesn't have. He doesn't. He's a he's a great promoter. Like I can't I yeah. can't promote shit like The Rock can. Like he makes these movies, big events. Everyone loves it internationally. Um, like I can't take any of that away from him. Yeah. But <laughs> and there's always a but with these things when you're For lavishing sure. praise on someone. But within the confines of the movie, as its own entity, not the entire marketing campaign and everything The Rock did around it. Him, he looked like Black Adam, like physically. Yeah. Like, yeah, the guy got ripped for this. He did. Like, I also got. He, he, he was ripped before that. He was he, no, I gotta give him more credit because most of these guys who are in superhero movies wear muscle suits. The Rock did not wear. Yeah, muscle yeah, suits. you're right. You're right. He that is why. It. Yeah, that's why he I gotta give him. Suit. I got. I gotta give him extra credit for that because yeah. <laughs> he's that's just him. Like yeah, the, the big pack Under, Black Adam yeah. underneath all of that. That's him. But to play a character like Black Adam, a conflicted anti-hero, you need to nail the emotional moments in yep. the movie. And there's a couple of those emotional moments in the movie when like he sees his family in the great beyond when he's about to, to die or whatever yeah. the afterlife is in yep. the DC universe, which I'm not 100% sure on. Um, <laughs> but that's the, weird. Weird. That when, when you they show the death of his son, some of that stuff. Like that it works, really it, it works really, yeah. to a certain degree, you know, is what I'm getting at. But I mm-hmm. feel like The Rock doesn't have the full range to be able to nail it to the degree it needs to be. Like some of that stuff, if done properly, should make the audience 
sadder, I yeah. guess, a little weepy, a little more understanding of the I character. Think emotionally invested, emotionally invested. In that, the there we go. That, that's that's the words I'm looking for. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to be, I'm not yeah. trying to be overly critical because he can act better than I probably can. Yeah. I, I can't walk on screen. <laughs> I cannot walk on screen. That's true. A better performance true. than he did yeah. at all. Like at all, <laughs> this movie would have been worse. There's our worst actors to play this character. This movie could have no, been a lot worse. It could have been a lot. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, like I said, it's an entertaining movie. It's a decent, decently done. But I feel like there's a whole other level they could have reached. I guess is what for I'm sure, getting. Sure. That's what I'm getting no. at. I, I yeah. think there's potential left over for what this could have been. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what your thought. Regardless, yeah. I thought it was good. It was a good movie. Regardless, I think. My my main point is that the actors they have around the rock, the cast, really just elevates oh, the like, overall so persona good. and character and like it just it just works. It really works. Especially like, uh, they found they found the right people to like compliment the rock, I think. And uh it, it like it makes the movie like I don't know, just like more enjoyable and Pierce oh, Brosnan yeah. and, and uh, like the Aldis Hodge, Aldis Hodge, Aldis Hodge, yeah, yeah. Those two, those two. Oh my god, like, they oh were god. Like, so good. Them, how they play off each other, you know, because like they they knew each other before, like their characters knew each other beforehand, and like they had like a like a prior, like I don't know. It's, it's just like all that interaction between The Rock, Pierce Brosnan, and then Hodge or whatever I think yeah. his name. You, yeah, it's just it really it just really works. It really works. Um, I think it was perfect acting for the or perfect. Perfect um casting for those two actors uh as as the 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 roles of um uh Dr. Fade and Hawkman. So No, I, I feel like that's what really helped the movie. I feel like surrounding the rock with people yep. that were super talented helped him be able to bounce off of them. Um hundred percent. Because if everyone was at the same acting level, I don't feel like, like it would have worked. He was, he was feeding off the talent of other people. Like hundred percent. Yeah, but it it worked. It worked. I mean, like it, it's a it's it's a, it could have been better. Yes, it could have been better. They could have gotten like a high caliber actor to play Black Adam. But I don't know if like I mean it could. Yeah, I think it would have been really good as well. But I think what we got was was also just like it's good. It's I would oh, it's say good. it's good. It's good. Like I can't complain about what we got you know i think the other big complaint i have about this they do show some of the magic origin of black adam yeah how they give him the powers of shazam uh but i really hated how they don't reference the actual shazam just because these yeah. characters are so and i usually don't care about this kind of stuff in movies but these characters are linked this is the hero and the villain black adam is the villain to shazam in the comics and I feel like there should be more of that connection established. You kind of have to. True. You kind of have to. I, Digimon Hanzu was in it for like he was 30, there. He was there. 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. But, but like, again, they not even in like a post credit scene or anything. I feel like they got to start connecting, uh, connecting those, two, those characters. two characters. And I don't know if it's that The Rock doesn't want to do a the, the Black Adam Shazam crossover. I guess uh, not. He hasn't mentioned it ever in any yeah. interview. So. But this movie I mean, was uh, 15 years in the making, technically. 2007, the, 2007, The Rock was cast to play Black Adam. I think, it was so... a, I think it was a Shazam movie back then that he was going to play the okay. villain in. And slowly oh, wow. it became its own, its own movie. Um, wow. But it's here. And I think you know, 
given that it took 15 years, yeah. a lot of movies you, that like, take that yeah. long end up being huge Flop. piles, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. huge piles of shit that flop. Um, but, so. but I did tell you, like, when I, and during the credits of the movie, I was like, I think it was good that they waited this long because, like, the effects yeah, I, are so damn good. Yeah, They're so talk about good. talk that talk about that a little bit. Like the, the effect, like with like in the trailers, uh, if, if you didn't see Doctor Fate stuff, is like yeah. all it's it's all like mind blowing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like him like he has like this uh, mirror dimension like equivalent, you know, and like he uses that to like contain Black Adam or like at least send him off to like a different. No, he sends him back in time. He makes him think he's like an old conduct in one scene. And it's like as, as as like a way to like distract him or make him feel like vulnerable and shit like that. And then Hawkman comes in and fucking like punches him. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like one of the best. Like I don't know. I just love what they did with like the 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 visual effects here and um, how and each. Like with, I I also like how each the super character has right? their own yeah super, character. yeah and how. Like the person with the the, the wind the wind person or whatever cyclone whatever cyclone wind. cyclone yeah cyclone the her the effect like her effect or whatever like the wind effect was like that's just it's just beautiful and on, on on screen and stuff yeah. like that and like when they combine them all together in that one scene where like they're trying to contain like Black Adam where they got yeah, under, yeah, yeah. like like the Adam uh, Smasher like, yeah yeah Adam Smasher like literally with the with, yeah yeah they have him uh, under his fist or whatever like that scene is like. That's peak. That's peak, like superhero movie peak action. Like I mean, it's it's entertaining, you know. And I, I gotta say, this movie is a lot of action. It it starts oh, like, a bunch from the beginning. Like when when he gets awakened, like it's, yeah. it doesn't stop. It literally does not stop. It's an so action it's like, through a ride beginning to end. Yeah, it's an action through a ride from beginning to end, and that's it makes it fun. And I think that's what everyone wanted from The Rock. You know, like it, him getting casted as a superhero. They wanted to see like just like a freaking a mostly action movie, mostly action movie, and then, I mean, yeah. They, they like I said, that 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 is why I feel like that that middle that one single moment where like the action yeah. slows down is where you really yeah. feel it. And I feel like if you would have nailed that emotional moment more towards the end, would have been a little bit better of a movie. But at the same time, as I admit, it's not in the Rock's arsenal. So for what we got, it was a fun, decent ride. Yeah entertaining itself we do get the forgettable third act villain that we get in these comic book movies sometimes that comes out of nowhere sabak baby sabak sabak he's random he's random a, he's he was literally like what freaking mecha godzilla was in like the king kong versus godzilla movie yeah, he yeah just played that role that's literally what it was it's to just combine all, yeah yeah it's to combine two people two like like rival like entities against the one common villain because we you don't want to see them fight like the audience doesn't want to see them fighting against each other because they know they're su- they're both superheroes they want to see them fighting on the on the right on the good on the good side yeah whatever so they have them fight against like a bigger villain or a villain where like they could just like oh we can put our differences aside and we could f- like just beat the sh- shit out of this guy we can beat and the shit like, out of doomsday wait no it's a bot <laughs> <laughs> well like yeah there's a, and, and i mean that's just i mean again that's just another tr- trope in a lot of uh superhero movies I, I mean it's disappointing at times but i mean it was cool it was still cool like but the, they the do do some this movie was dope. they do yeah. some cool stuff they have they some stakes some cool they stuff. have some stakes in it as well yeah. who's gonna die in the justice society you yeah, know that yeah, that's yeah. all in there as well is For black sure. adam gonna For get sure. there in time because he's the only one who can beat him I, I yep. feel like they built the stakes up they properly. did build up the stakes up but sabak as a villain 
is literally a punch it's in ass. It's, it's, it's ass. It's ass. He's ass, bro. He's not developed. He's half baked. That is half baked as as it can come. Like that's as half baked as you can come as a villain. I, I heard some reviews suggesting just making this a Black Adam versus Justice Society movie. Would that have worked? I feel like it could have, but I want to. Yeah, get... I think it it could have. I I think so for sure. But like the thing is, there wouldn't have been like a third. They they didn't know what to do for the third act. I yeah, think that's the thing. That's it's a big like thing, yeah. they, I think they probably planned that they're like, yeah, this could be a good movie. Like if, just if it was Black Adam against the Justice Society. But what how are we gonna like wrap it up? We can't just leave Black Adam like incarcerated, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. we gotta we gotta somehow bring him back, right? And we have to have the superheroes like kind of like conjoin and fight against something, you know what I mean? It would only make sense to have a third act. You know, like this is the the fight in the the beginning of it because it's near the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and so like it would, I think like when the Justice Society battle like ends against like him and like Black Adam and against the the Justice Society, it's like an hour in or so, or no, there's a couple hours. It's like an hour and a half or hour forty minutes in. Yeah. So like, what do they? They didn't. They didn't want to end the movie. They wanted to get a little bit more uh, more money, I guess, going or some more, shit. More like that. more more more. I don't even know if it's necessarily moolah, but they wanted to get, give the the audience like more, more because like yeah. they would have just like I don't know. I, I think a lot of people would have walked out like disappointed if it was just like an action movie from beginning to end and it was only an hour forty. They wanted to see more, obviously. Right, more, yeah. People just want to see action, like most just common. They were talking about the common uh, audience member. They probably just wanted. To, they just came for the action. You know? What I yeah, hundred percent. So like. Yeah, at the end of the that was probably what they talked about in their meeting, and they're just like, okay, let's let's have them fight against a common villain, and that would be a good way to wrap it up because they've done it so many times in other movies. It's like, why not just like escape kind of from a, that problem or like kind of like wrap it up yeah. in a bow and just freaking have them fight a villain and that's it, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah. They're just like, yep, okay, that's fine. You know, it's good enough. And then I mean, it's, it, it cut like you said they built the stakes and it worked. It semi worked, I think. The villains, poor. I, I he's not. He's not. I, I I don't even forgettable. Very forgettable. He looks cool, but forgettable. You know what I mean? Man, freaking lets himself die, and come back. Right. And yeah. he has. He doesn't leave a mark on uh, on you like when you walk out of the movie. Like that's some hardcore shit, bro. He he literally let himself die so that he could come back in like a supernatural form, and this man dies again. Like imagine, imagine. Oh God! Just, just like an, uh, yeah, nah, nah. Um, they didn't do him justice. If uh, what I don't even I don't I don't know, but I don't think they did him justice. They didn't do him justice. Uh. <laughs> It's like it was the get out of jail free card for the freaking creators or like the writers. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like seriously for the script. They're just like, okay, yeah, we need a third act. This will this guy, we'll just bring him in. Yeah, you know he'll I mean? hold up, you know. But he'll hold up. We'll kill him off at the end of the film. That's fine. It'll be like, good. Ah, ah. It all works. Annoying. Anyway. Uh Jacob, any thoughts on the uh body of the movie? Because then I want to talk about the post credit scene in this one and all the, the implications, like the actual um, movie. The like, actual movie. I mean, we've been talking about most of. It, I think for. Uh, I mean, like what the plot is basically like: contain Black Adam. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's literally, that's literally, that's literally it. 
Amanda Waller basically tells the Justice yeah. Society. To it's it's a very it's a very simple plot. Yeah, and it's just action, uh, like you know, with that. It's an action plot. vehicle. It's I an guess. action vehicle. It's literally just an action vehicle. It's like okay, this guy's a big bad. We need to freaking contain him. We need to bring him back. He could like potentially destroy the entire world and stuff like that, make him like a world threat. Yeah, and then like. Again, it's like generic in that sense. So, like when critics say it's like a generic movie, then I mean, yeah, the plot is generic, but like they did some stuff that I mean, it's undeniably awesome and just cool visually. Oh, like, 100%. Can, like the, the the critics, come on, stop complaining, just enjoy a movie, just just go to the theaters and and just enjoy it. All right, come uh, on, I would come give... on, turn off your brain, turn off your brain, bro. Literally, I'd, I'd give Black Adam an eight out of ten. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Just because of entertainment value. If I was grading Black yeah. Adam as an actual movie and not just entertainment, um, probably like a six and a half, seven is where I'd go. But yeah. as an entertainment vehicle, as an action movie, it is really fun. As Jake has been saying a lot, the visuals are insane. Each superhero has their own unique power set. And when they all mismatched together on the big screen i mean there's moments where your jaw drops uh dr fate yeah. stuff in the third act i was in shock yeah uh, some of the stuff they pulled yeah out yeah yeah that stuff yes especially like, like in his in the, his final moment cloning ability like he's just cloning ability like they did this oh my god the, the stuff they did yeah. with his cloning abilities is like freaking insane it's oh insane. my god yeah i love it i love it yeah um so now to talk about the post credit scene um, so it's no secret, everyone knows it. Uh, the post credit scene is Henry Cavill coming back as Superman after Yay. everyone saw it. He was not gonna <laughs> no, be it's really super- good. It's really good. No, after uh, he hasn't played the character for five years, everyone thought he was done with it. WB had never been able to agree with him, and it took until David Zaslav and the new regime came in. I gotta give them their credit because I bash them a bunch all the time. They came in and they said, let's put him in the movie. Let's give Henry what he wants financially and let's make this happen. Let's bring him back as our Superman. And they did it. Um, And it wasn't really a thing until like the last month before release. Um, No more headless cameos for Superman. No more shadows in Peacemaker or head cut (laughs) off in uh, Shazam. We get actual Superman again. Yay. Uh, I am very interested in how they're going to play this. Um, I want a solo Superman movie, preferably not Zack Snyder again, por favor, WB. I know there's like a small faction of uh, DC fandom that's saying, we want Zack Snyder or we don't want any uh, Superman movies at all. And to that, I say, uh, shut the hell up. Um, someone else can make a good superhero. Sorry, sorry, Superman. Superman movie. Superman. Yeah. I got. I got to be specific here. Man. Someone else can make a good Superman movie. Um, I think it's a character that has gone almost. By the time a new movie comes out, it's going to be after man, ten years after Man of Steel. Yeah. It's going to be at the very least, like maybe like Crazy. 11, 12 years when they actually. It depends on when they announce it. Um. But I don't know. They they seem to be setting up this Superman versus Black Adam thing, which getting back to my early criticism of this movie, I am worried they're going to skip over Shazam because The Rock won't want to fight Shazam because I'm The Rock and only the best of the best can fight The Rock on the big screen. <laughs> and, like, and he ends up only fighting 
only fighting Superman and Shazam is nowhere to be seen in whatever crossover project yeah. they're going to do there. Um, so that is my biggest worry about doing a Black Adam Superman crossover conflict. Uh, Shazam has to be in there somehow or else none of this effing makes sense. It's just going to be two freaking heroes who yell Shazam and get powers like <laughs> the verging paths in within the same universe. Which I don't know. Maybe maybe they already have plans for this. Maybe they already filmed a post credit scene that's going to come out during the Shazam movie next year. Which I once hope. again, once again, awesome. we talked about the trailer. That movie looks really good. Um, I think it'll be great. But anyway, um, yep. But I think maybe they have filmed something out. Maybe they are already having those discussions. Maybe James Gunn is already trying to convince The Rock that they have to put Shazam in whatever crossover he wants to do. Um, I don't know if it'll be a straight Black Adam 2, because to be honest, this movie hasn't done the best at the box office. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if they'll do a straight Black Adam sequel. We'll have to wait and see what they actually do uh, with this character, um, with Superman, what they're going to do, and if their plans have shifted at all with the box office middling reception Black Adam's gotten. Um, But I guess we'll see. I'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, yep. Jacob, your thoughts on Superman being back within the DC universe and all that might mean, I guess. Ecstatic. I am very Ecstatic. happy. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, no, no, no. no. I'm yeah, glad, yeah. I'm glad to see him uh, back, you know. Um, and I think he, I mean, he hasn't, he only got in like one good movie in as Superman, really. Like, and to have another standalone. Yeah. Which I hope, I think, is the direction. Uh, it sounds the rumor in the I think it was Hollywood Reporter was that they want to make a new solo Superman movie yeah. with Henry Cavill and they're already I, talking I to directors be, for it or writers could, for it. Yeah, and, and that could be good, honestly. Yeah. And, and I mean, I I think I I mean I'd be excited for to see another movie like that, to see another standalone uh, Henry Cavill Superman movie. Um yeah. I think they can go in a lot of directions with that um and the uh, like it, it could get like the hype train for dc like going again honestly because like yeah man uh he he has range you know he's a good he's a great actor um so like give him something good just give him something good and he's he's gonna deliver you know let him play the traditional superman the the christopher reeves freaking fly past his camera smile you know, yeah. to quote how it should have ended in that joke they would always do with Superman. Um, how, like, Christopher Reeve Superman would always just fly past the camera and smile at the end of his movies. I don't <laughs> know if you remember those those gags. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but let him play that Superman. Like, give him an edge. Like, give him a little bit of an edge. Don't give him a Zack Snyder type edge, but give him an edge. And, you know, I, I feel like, look. Look what they did with Captain America. That's what everyone's go-to always is. Captain America as a character was pretty consistent within those movies in, in terms of morals. Like he was able to keep his morals in a modern world. What they did, what the Russo brothers like cracked on with Captain America that made it so goddamn interesting in the Winter Soldier and Civil War when they plucked Captain America from the 1940s and put him in modern day was they realized that the political complications of modern day or how society behaves and how amoral we can all be as humans, how gray the world is, how does that push someone like Captain America who has a black and white morality? 
how would it push Superman, who has a black and white morality? Basically, just just bring Superman as he is into the modern times. Have the world around him change. Have him be the same character he's always been traditionally. None of this mopey shit that they've been yeah. doing in some of these movies, which have has worked to a certain degree. But I feel like if you take what worked with those Captain America movies and kind of transpose it onto Superman... It, it could make for a compelling watch. Um, yeah. It'd be a little different. Yeah. It'd be someone with God powers. And how does that person deal with the fact that they could probably fix the world, but they probably shouldn't because yeah, cause a lot more problems, you know? Because it'd be like a lot of controlling. It'd be like, a, yeah, I mean, obviously there's so many problems that a you'd have to constantly stu- be fighting and stuff. Exactly. That's the yeah. stuff I want to see. I want to see Superman battling with his literal God among men complex, like his benevolent God among men complex, which Zack Snyder to his credit, a little bit in BBS kind of got at it a little bit, but I feel like it could be a little bit better. Jacob, any final thoughts on black Adam and the post credit scene and what it might mean for the future of DC? Excitement. Yep. I mean, I guess that's the overall takeaway excitement. (laughs) Excitement of all the potential. He didn't get his trilogy like Christian yep. Bale did yet, and now he might be able to uh, get his own series of movies that will help him define the character for our generation completely. Yeah. Just uh, give him something good. Just give him something good. Give him something good. Uh, the final thing that we're going to talk about that we saw, uh, we know it's past Halloween, and we originally saw this movie. It's a huge re- pile of ass. We... <laughs> Let me freaking introduce okay. it before okay. you freaking go, bash go, go it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We originally watched it to be able to review it before Halloween. We didn't, but I feel like, you know, it's a horror movie. People will still watch this horror movie at some point. Uh, it's called Halloween Ends. And Jacob, what is Halloween Ends? Do you really want me to repeat this? Yeah. It's a heaping pile of ass. It's bad. It's garbage. Uh, it's so not, let's let us talk about Halloween Ends. Uh, full spoilers here for this one. Um, so if you do not want spoilers to Halloween ends, ooh. No, no, no one's gonna care. No one's, no gonna, one's gonna, gonna no one should care. Um, this movie no one should, yeah. This movie is not worth watching at all. So I mean, I I guess the first overall point we have to make with this one, it is not what the marketing is making it out to be at all. It like the you good? Yeah. Okay, it is not what the marketing is making it out to be at all. Uh, the Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers thing is in this movie. The final conflict between those two characters, as being marketed, is in this movie. However, it is not the central conflict of this movie. It is not what this movie is about. This movie is not about Michael Myers going on one last hurrah around Haddonfield and then Laurie Strode standing up to him and freaking killing him. And I wish that's what it was. Uh, I really for, wish. That's what. That's simple. That's a simp- that's simple. That is that's, simple. That's, that's, what, all that's what the conventional Halloween movie would have been. It should have been that. Should, we get oh. the last Jedi of Halloween movies, or I, I mean, it's it's worse than the last Jedi. And by last Jedi, I just mean we get to subvert expectations of Halloween yep. movies. We we get the we wrote the script to send a message, and we don't want to tell people what it actually is in the marketing. And then everyone's right. going to get pissed off at us. And then we're going to be like, well, you didn't get our message in the first place. Blah, blah, blah. Of Halloween <laughs> movies. Uh, <laughs> poorly executed message. It's a very poorly executed It is poorly message. executed as hell. No, this movie is about a kid named Corey. 
Corey Cunningham, a college kid who accidentally <laughs> kills the kid he's babysitting on the Halloween night after the events of the first two movies. So the first two movies take place in 2018. You have Halloween yep. 2018, then Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills uh, very quickly was already a bad sequel to that very, very solid original movie. Like Jacob and I really liked that yep. first Halloween movie. Um, we thought it really balanced the nostalgia of the franchise while being its own form of exciting. Um, it did interesting things for the Laurie Strode character by picking her up 40 years later. What if like only that night happened? What type of person would she become? Would she get therapy? Would she find a different way to vent out her aggression? Spoiler alert yeah. for that first movie. It was a different way to vent out her aggression. Um, she was basically just training every day for when Michael would return. Um, and that was really good because it it's it's the concept. The concept is that Laurie Strode's hunting Michael Myers. Michael Myers is still yeah. running around killing people, but now instead of Michael hunting her, she's hunting him, basically. It's kind of what that movie was. And then the second one is just Michael Myers going around killing people for an hour, 40 minutes. And there's some interesting plot stuff they stuff, do. Yeah. They do. That's, there's that hospital cool. sequence where the angry mob accidentally kills a mental patient. And what that says about what evil can do to a group of people and what lengths it can push them to, yeah. which would have been way more interesting if they could explore that more, but they just get back to Michael killing people for another 20 minutes. <laughs> And then the movie ends. Um, and in that movie, because this is going to be relevant for our conversation later on about Halloween ends, uh, Michael Byers literally becomes like a freaking super powered individual. He gets freaking yep. shot like 10 times. He gets stabbed. He gets kicked. And, you know, he just stands up and with the knife just starts killing people, which, like, okay, <laughs> Halloween movies have always done this shit. <laughs> like Madden Wii Boxing, bro. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> always coming back up. Always bro. coming back you up, no him, matter what. You knock him down. You knock him down. Times as you want. He's coming back okay. up. Bro. You know that. You know that mofo just gonna stand right back yeah, up. Exactly. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, my up, God. Like that. No sense. It makes no sense that he was like this super, like almost like he was a superhuman. He was a superhuman actor in that movie, and then he's sick. And in this one, sick. yeah. So Laurie's like evil ascends, and I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, I don't like it, but I get where you're going for here. And then, yeah, as Jacob was saying, in this next one, complete opposite. So my question is, why the hell would you make him supernaturally strong in the last one if you're just gonna make him so uh, make it like, oh, all the bullets and shit did hurt him. He probably yeah. had a bunch of infections. He just crawled into a sewer to die. Is what happened. They, they nerf updated him like between movies, bro. Like straight up, they nerfed him. They nerfed. They him. nerfed Michael yeah. Myers. Like he's just. They remembered that he's supposed to be like a 60, 70 year old man for some reason. Yeah. Like they remembered it now. Like like not in the last two movies. No, they remembered it now. <laughs> um. So dumb. So dumb. Uh, so Corey, Corey, basically, I mean, I, I it gets seduced to evil um by michael yeah. in some ways there's a scene where michael looks into Corey's eyes in their first encounter 
And yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, he transferred his evil." And Jacob and was, I was like, like no. "No, they're not. No, they're not." No, and they're then not they and then this. they and then they actually kind of did because then he's like, then he starts they acting. Totally <laughs> yeah, they start. He starts acting like Michael. He starts creeping around the Strode house, and Lori stares at him as he's peeking behind a bush. He's like, and those just, are Michael's eyes. That's the. <laughs> Stupid as shit. Oh, poor, oh. poor oh. Jamie Leaker. She did her absolute best here. She loves this character. Yeah. But Jesus, I am so upset. This is how she's going to go out. Yeah. She should have gone out with 2018. That would have been the perfect yeah. last hurrah for Laurie Strode. And in my mind, it always will be. Because instead, I mean, now we got this. We got Laurie Strode uh, and her granddaughter, uh drama we got laurie strode's daughter wanting to date Corey, falling in love with him in five minutes like it's the war like the tv rom-com you absolutely yeah. despise it plays love out it, first sight. it pl- love at first sight literally like that that plot line literally plays out in this movie yeah. i don't get it i don't why did they do that and then i don't know laurie's daughter uh, granddaughter you're dealing with her own personal life and her issues, the issues she has with her job, which at one point I caught myself getting invested into how oh, she didn't get the promotion <laughs> yeah. at her job. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she didn't get the promotion. And then I had to pause it for a second. I'm like, holy shit, like, this is an epic Halloween movie. And I care about whether or not Lori Strode's granddaughter got a promotion at her job. You Why be the hell? You should be screaming, bro. You should be, you should be like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, it should be... It should be it. Like you should be making interjections here and there, not why did why did she get the promotion? Like what the, f- you know what I mean? You should be making exclamations and shit, not 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 questioning. You know, I, I don't know it, the movie. That's the that's the wrong way to like emotionally invest the audience for a Halloween movie. It's a it's a horror movie. It's supposed to be a horror movie. It's, it's supposed, supposed to be, be a slasher film, and you're not and you're not doing that at all. You're not doing that at all. Hell, even they didn't do it. Even if it wasn't a slasher movie the entire time. Totally fine. If you want to try a slower drama, fine. Don't drag in a random ass OC in the last installment of your series. It makes you look like a bad fan fiction writer, which is what this literally was. Bad fan fiction. Terrible. Like the romantic part, like stuff that's in fan fiction. Like, oh my God, my OC fell in love with Allison. Shut <laughs> the frick up. Write a better script. <laughs> Uh, and as the last installment of halloween like you said this is a horrible way to go out it's a horrible way to go out the last like the last uh 20 minutes of the movie is what the whole movie should have been honestly and it's fine even though it's Corey behind the michael myers mask at the end the kills are actually really solid in this thing at the end the the, the kills are nice they're very they're 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 grotesque they're grotesque but not in an overly grotesque way and they're interesting You know, yeah. they build the horror up well. And then the final fight with Laurie Strode and Michael Myers is fine. But right before that, you get the shit with Corey killing himself and Allison yep. running out the door because of it. Which, again, what the actual shit are you doing with this thing? Like, it makes no sense. The evil made him kill himself. I mean, I, I don't even get what they were going for there. And then- That's true. Yeah, that decision was weird. Like, just having him kill himself. It was like, I outsmarted you. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's what it felt like. It was like if you can, if I can't have your grant, if I can't have Allison, no one can. Like he, he lost. He lost. Like he thought he was doing like a like a like I don't know. Like he was. He thought he was a couple steps ahead of her. No, he lost. 
in that in that interaction. He totally did, dude. Bro, he like, died. He, of course he, he lost. He died. Game. Of course he lost. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's what that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but he, yeah, he did. He did lose. Like, uh, like oh, I, I don't, that was a dumbass decision. He thought he was like being smart and shit, but he's like, nah, nah, nah. He lost. He lost, bro. <laughs> uh, my, I, and I think. As I was saying, some of the themes they were going for, I can see that they would have been interesting. The evil transcending Michael Myers and going to another person. Or is the town creating an evil now that Michael Myers has terrorized them all and they're all traumatized? What's actually happening there? Really interesting stuff. Really, really poorly done. Um, and I think the way they could have fixed this, and yeah, I think you, they, you brought, you brought, yeah, you I brought, brought this up. I brought up the idea since it's in this movie, you do the ending of the 2018 Halloween night. And what I mean by that is you do the final confrontation between Lori and Michael on that 2018 Halloween night. You have Lori leave her hospital room and confront Michael Myers. And it's like a 20 minute opening sequence and Michael dies. Michael's killed. Um, and you open like that. And that's the resolution to the actual plot of this trilogy. That's the main thrust, the Michael Laurie conflict. It ends kind of like Thanos getting killed at the beginning at of the Endgame. Beginning of Endgame. Yeah. Kind of like that. It ends the loop, like the th- plot that was going throughout the other Avengers Marvel movies, like that entire thing. The Infinity yep. Gauntlet saga ends in that moment. Then you jump ahead a couple years like this movie does already and you show like Corey and the same thing happens to Corey that already happened to him. Corey killed a kid by by getting scared because he's traumatized by the Michael Myers killings. But then instead of him actually confronting Michael Myers in a goddamn sewer, um, you, you see like the manifestation of Michael Myers and you know he's dead. So then the question becomes, is he seeing Michael Myers or is this actually something supernatural? And then is the way the town treating him something supernatural or is it something that's just going through all their heads and all the trauma they've lived? And you kind of go on that kind of journey. Um, And then you either reveal it at the end or you leave it a question mark at the end. You just you can end it the same way as well. Like he dies, Corey dies at the end. And then you, the question is, is the evil gone now or is the evil just going to continue going from person to person in perpetuity forever? Kind of a darker ending than what we got here, but I feel like yeah. it would have worked for the themes of this movie. Instead, we get a half-baked idea at best. Um, someone's rom-com script merged with 20 pages of a Halloween <laughs> script um, that's interspliced with it, and it just becomes one of the worst things i have seen this year yeah probably one of the worst things i've seen in the last few years quite honestly and i feel bad because i really like the first one it's the same writing team it's the same director david gordon green same team still behind this but god damn did they drop the ball it's none of the actors i could confidently say that was the worst movie i saw this year like that is it was bad it was bad it's it's not it's not anything like you like you could go without watching this entire movie. Oh yeah, don't watch this watch movie. Don't watch don't this watch movie. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's not, not. even worth. It's not worth watching. It's not even it's like, like a ha ha. This is so bad yeah. movie. No, it's you can't. Not, yeah, you can't no, watch it that it's, way. It's just bad. No, yeah. It's be- better off like you're better off thinking it. It doesn't exist. And just watch the 2018 version. It's like 
I feel like it's a common that's the case with a lot of horror movies, unfortunately. Is like they make all these sequels and like everyone is like, oh, forget all all those sequels, focus on the original. They would, that's like, what they did here, yeah. But then so as, they eventually here. they end up just making another mess. So yeah. whatever track you follow, whether it's the original Halloween do, whether it's Halloween H2O, and now the 2018 Halloween, eventually you end up with a shit film somewhere. So I guess yep. just watch these movies the way you want. Watch whichever ones you want. Um, I haven't watched most of them um, yet. I have to get to that, but yeah, yeah. Like if you're curious to watch this movie, watch it. I don't care. But like, don't say that you you weren't warned. All right, you were warned. No, were this warned ain't this ain't funny. This is this is not funny. Bad. I will tell you guys when I watch a funny bad movie that's worth watching. This is not that. This is boring. This is not worth your time. It's a waste of your time. If you if the scene releases online, watch the final confrontation with Laurie yeah. and Michael, which that's pretty interesting to watch, especially if you watch the previous films. Watch it for resolution. You do not need to watch the entire thing. Honestly, if you watch a compilation, like if someone releases a compilation of the kills in the movie, that's also a good thing to watch because that was also <laughs> that done is, really well. is that is probably the best. I don't know that that's the whole movie essentially because you know Michael. Uh, as everyone probably was expecting when walking in, he dies in the end. And if that's yeah. in the, the <laughs> compilation, you see, you've seen the best parts of the movie. You've seen yeah. the best parts of the movie. The, that, that three or four minutes, yeah. The three or four minutes of just Michael and, or, or I guess it would be Corey just killing people. That is, that's that's good. That's fun. It's creative. They 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 were creative in the ways that they uh they 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 did the, the killings. The other you know sequence I mean? that was really cool, killing wise, was when they did the Batman and Robin shit, where like uh Corey and Michael yeah, 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 yeah. broke into yeah, the yeah. house and killed they like that doctor. Yeah, they team up. Yeah, before Corey turns on Michael and jumps him. <laughs> they killed like, the doctor and the nurse or whatever. Yeah, in, in, yeah. at the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. The, the scene everyone will hate is when Corey jumps Michael in the sewer and steals his yep. mask. He just starts kicking him. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was, I, yeah. That was something. I, I gotta give this one. Uh, I gotta give this one a two, just for the kills. I may have to go lower. No, one and a half. I'll go one and a half, just because of the kills. <laughs> um, everything else is garbage. Jamie Lee Curtis is acting in the acting in general. Great. The material is yep. dreadful. None of their faults. The writing team is who'd really dropped the ball here. They needed a different script for this thing. Uh, Jacob, what what would it's you a, give this thing? It's a, it's like a two or three out of ten. I think it's a two out of ten. Uh, I mean, I found I found some enjoyment. There was yeah, some, there, there was some. some lines in there. Yeah, that, was, that were funny. You know, like if if you watch the second one, like why not just watch the third? You know, like that would be my like. <laughs> If you already exactly. watch Halloween you Kills, yeah, Halloween Kills, like why not just watch the third one? Yeah, and, I mean, like there are some moments in this movie that are just flat out funny, all right, and and all for all the wrong reasons. Uh, <laughs> we left. We had to pause after this line. I was like, uh, of like, I think it was the granddaughter, like Lori's granddaughter, was talking Allison, to like, yeah. one of her cohort. Yeah, Allison was talking to one of the co coworkers at like another nurse at the hospital. He's like, "You had sex with that guy?" And like, we were just like, "Fucking, we were just dying. We we're just dying because we we're like, this isn't kids. a Halloween movie." I'm like, "Bro, this is some rom com <laughs> shit." Like, what? What the know. hell? Whose rom com script is this? Is what I kept asking it's myself. Like, Who at Universal? Like, oh, usually. <laughs> what Universal? Like, oh, are you? Corey, you're sleeping with Corey. It's like, why does that even matter? 
I don't even care about Corey. He just got introduced in this third movie completely out of the blue. We've never even seen him. And now I'm supposed to care about him. And not only that, he's the main character. Yeah, he's no, the... this is his story. This is his arc, not Lori's arc. That's not Allison's arc. It is this new OC that they brought in at the last minute. They flopped. They flopped. They screwed up. This is a mega, Omega flop. This is so bad. It is so bad. Uh, no, this is up there with how bad a freaking final movie can be. Rise of Skywalker's yeah. up there too, but like that, it's just one of those final movies that you're like, God damn, you got so far away from what made the original the first one so good. great. Yeah. In this case, the original so great. Yeah. The original, yeah. 2018 Halloween. If you haven't seen it, that's the definite recommend here. If you haven't seen that so one, good. watch it. One of the better <laughs> horror movies made in the last 10 years. I might I actually rewatch it just to like see how far they they collapse. Like, just <laughs> collapse. Just how much they collapse from that first. Because like that first movie when I first watched, it, I was like, oh my god, this could be like one of the greatest freaking horror trilogies of like all time. Like if they if they land it right, if they get it right. You know, yeah. if, they, if they get it right. They make the landing. It's like this could be really damn good because that first one is just it's it is a ride, dude. It is just a roller coaster. Like literally, you are you are in for an experience when you're watching. You laugh, you scream, which is important yeah. in a horror movie. Yeah. And how you might get a little emotional in some moments. It's it's Seriously, done really it well. It's done really well, yeah. especially because Jamie Lee Curtis is given mm -hmm. the best material in this trilogy in that first movie. Yeah, like she acts her ass off in that first uh, yeah. Halloween. Well, I'm talking about Halloween 2018. It, it gets kind of confusing, but yeah, Halloween 2018 <laughs> is where she acted her ass off with that material. So like good. the the yeah. fear of Michael. Um, just the trauma she went through, all of those emotions, you feel them on the surface at all yeah. times. It is done really well. And then she was kind of sidelined in these last two movies. And it's the again, reason why it's infuriating. Why we're irate, yeah. we're irate at, at at what they made because like this is the final product. For, it just it just it's nothing it like the original. It's it nothing stinks. like it. It's it stinks. It's it's not it's like to have the two even in conversation is just like it's making me angry. You know what I mean? Like right now, just to talk about both of them, comparing the first Halloween movie, 2018 Halloween movie, obviously, to this one, it's just like it it I mean, how could you not get angry? If you're rational, if you're rational, you you would get angry at that shit. Another character they kind of butcher here, Alice, so much Allison. Potential. Allison's a great character in that first movie. Yeah. She's a great character in that first movie, Lori's granddaughter. And they kind of just make her like the love interest here for the most part. And it's just like, why reduce her to that? You know, yeah. she's she was such a more complex character who had her own motives, her own feelings. Um, don't want to say the cliche need no man line, but I, I mean, that, that's kind of <laughs> she what need no man. Um, yeah, like, a, yeah, in terms <laughs> of writing a compelling female character, that 2018 Halloween movie did it mm -hmm. right, and yep. this one did it wrong, and it's the same writing team, and I don't get how that happened. Um, yeah. but anyway, yeah, one and a half for me, Jacob said, I don't even Jacob, two, did, two out of ten, it was two out of two ten, out of ten. we'll go with two uh, out of ten, two out of ten, and there you have it. Uh, Halloween ends was such a disappointment, especially after the promising start, the franchise uh, reboot sequel, whatever you want to call it, uh, got in 2018. And, and if you haven't watched that movie, I'm going to reiterate the point that I made when we originally recorded. Go back, watch Halloween 2018. Black Adam, totally worth a watch. Um, really entertaining. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Pop Cultural Quintessentials with Cubed. 
for tomorrow's episode, uh, Jonathan was back with us, and we're going to be talking about a bunch of trailers, uh, the Ant-Man trailer, the John Wick 4 trailer, the Avatar 2 trailer, uh, which, you know, we got Jonathan going again with uh, James Cameron, and we'll also be talking about the unfortunate passing of Kevin Conroy and what he meant to all three of us through his work um, as the voice actor of Batman through all the years. But until then, adios. Thanks for joining us.